You can do it. Yes, you can. You can do it. Help me understand. Your trouble, your struggle, I build you up. I'm Bree Pruitt, you're my buttercup. Welcome to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. It was an up-tempo one. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah, this is the podcast where we, we talk about struggle. I am a, a Bree Pruitt, the titular Bree Pruitt, and I'm joined this week by Bianca Cristoval. She's great. Um, very funny. We talk about hair. Oh, damn, hair. Such a loaded subject, always. Uh, talk about hair and talk about uh, Bianca growing up in Europe. Uh, very interesting. And what she's doing now, Be- part of the Black American Film Festival. Very exciting. Um, and, and your girl, <laughs> sporting a cameo. So check out that um, piece. It's called Loving in America, a piece she made for that damn thing. And we talk about it in the podcast and in production and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's August, guys. Shout out uh, from Los Angeles, live from Glendale, California, uh, traditional lands of the Tongva people. Uh, shout out Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Shout out Kamala Harris, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out Billy Porter this week for no reason other than I I love Pose. That's been mentioned. Pose the is a FX television show. Billy Porter, the standout star. Okay, breakout artist. Also, it's an incredible ensemble. And much has been said about how many of them have been overlooked. But Billy Porter has just got such a... F- fascinating body of like work and presence and I fell into a YouTube hole of Billy Porter and I just I recommend it so that's that's got a big shout out at the top but yeah uh we're back um man we we had a I have a fun interview coming up with Bianca um stick around for that we talk more about YouTube I'm in a real YouTube place 36 years old YouTube real really um social media glow up over here okay uh, yeah, I, I think because the youths I'm watching, uh, or I'm I'll, another thing I'm watching on YouTube is twins on trend, which a lot of, um, people are, they were trending on Twitter this, this week. They're two twin boys and they're teens and they listen to music from the eighties and nineties that are songs that are very familiar to most people. Uh, and they respond to them and that's it. That's the whole video. And there's, they sit in their bedroom, they're twins and they're real cute. And they watch uh, In the Air Tonight. They listen to In the Air Tonight uh, by Phil Collins. And, you know, it just came across my feed. And I was like, God damn it. I can't wait till these kids hear the drums. You know, everybody's thinking that, you know. And they, they, they had a great response to the drums. They were very surprised that the drums kicked in. The drums are the best part of the song. And, you know, it's it's good. It's good, clean fun. And that's the kind of stuff that's going on on YouTube. So, so me and Bianca are talking about... Uh, how inspiring the kids are on YouTube and truly we come to the conclusion that YouTube is inner child work. Yes, it is inner child work. Turning my volume up slightly. I hope that wasn't too quiet guys. I'm just, I'm just trying my damn butt off always. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? What's new? Well, um, Oh, uh, okay. I don't like to, mm, you know, talk about COVID, uh, ideas too much, but you know, I, let's just, let's just be open to sharing about, you know, improved wellness, public wellness. Okay. Not even public health, public well. Okay. So, um, it is, it is mid August. Okay. I listened to a very uh, recent episode of radio lab, one of my favorite science podcasts. And they talked about, um, a very interesting thing that has been observed among some homeless populations is that homeless folks sometimes have in in these shelters have shown that houseless folks have less symptom are showing are more asymptomatic oh my god i'm not explaining this good um it seemed like homeless folks were having the illness and showing more asymptomatic cases more asymptomatic case in the homeless community so so there's some speculation some speculation Allegedly, allegedly, maybe because of vitamin D, maybe a higher occurrence of vitamin D because folks who are houseless must spend more time outside. And guess what? You know, black and brown folks impacted more by COVID and, you know, uh, differing, um, you know, melanin processes vitamin D differently. And so maybe hmm, connected speculation. Anyway, 
here's what I say, listeners, good and gentle listeners. A little vitamin D couldn't hurt you, could it? I know I got some friends and fam and, and fans in Portland, Oregon, where you're not getting the vitamin D you need anyway. Maybe just take it. Maybe just take vitamin D. I've been taking vitamin D for uh, reasons that my doctor told me to because I took a test and it said I didn't have enough. So that's another reason why. Listen to your mother. Just take some vitamin D. God damn it. I want, you, I want us all to be good. And I think, I believe if you do not have symptoms for COVID, it's less likely for you to pass them. I don't know if that's true. That's what I think. I think that, it, I think that that might have been explored. But it's like so many things, you know. Okay, so I'm going to say that. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to do this every week. I'm just going to say that one thing that I learned. You, also, you should listen to that episode of Radio Lab. It's most, most recent episode of Radio Lab. Okay, what's new? What's new? Usually I talk about what I'm watching. Um, like I said, YouTube. Uh, what else have I been watching? Uh, I don't know. I've been buying stuff, guys. That's what I've been doing as a pastime, as a hobby. I've been buying stuff this week. And I've been getting stuff that I bought like a month ago. I put it in order at Ikea a month ago and I just got it. And they forgot my forks. You guys missing forks in quarantine? I'm missing all kinds of forks in quarantine. I don't know where they went. Okay. So I'm buying some stuff. Uh, I want to shout out Neon Altar, former home of my L.A. stand-up show, High Priestess. Um, Neon Altar um, has decided to close its physical doors. It previously, it was called A Love Bazaar, a boutique in Atwater Village. Now is existing online as Neon Altar, a.k.a. Susie May, um, the, the proprietress of that establishment. Uh, I hope uh, she doesn't mind me using such a gendered uh, title. Proprietress sounds like kind of grand though. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's dope. I bought some crystals. I got this beautiful soda light point. Oh, honey, it's like got. It looks like the tower. Actually, it looks like lightning. Um, I got a tourmaline, honey. I got some quartz. Um, I got some gifties from some friends. And Susie just threw in a mess of stickers, and I'm just very happy. It's just nice to get a little something, okay? Um, so neon altar shout out neon altar i i, I want to shout out this book i i bought um minor feelings let, let me read this subtitle i think it's an asian american reckoning so it's very asian um but it's also kind of not very authoritative it's like here's my experience it was written by kathy park hong and she is a korean american hello yes we love we stand and a poet so um i am I got my fangs stuck into it. I haven't finished it yet, but it's wonderful. Um, and I'm processing a lot by reading it, so I recommend you read it too. Um, what else? Oh, I oh I wanted this. <laughs> I found this. I was trying to get some camping gear, guys. I gotta get outside. I gotta get camping. So I got. I found this outlet store. What one thing I am missing desperately in quarantine is getting high and walking through a Goodwill or a TJ Maxx and spending six dollars on a candle or three and a face mask. You know what I mean? Like some just gentle retail self self care. I'm not talking about buying a treadmill, guys. I'm talking about buying thirteen dollars worth of facial scrubs and socks at the goddamn Marshalls. Okay talking about spending a fraction of uh, it's 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 overstock is what it is it's overstock I love overstock I love clearance and I love overstock and I am not I'm not get, I'm not those itches are not being scratched grocery outlet I miss it so you know I don't go to great grocery outlet in core because I went there once and it was just it was crowded it was kind of unsafe I just didn't like it so I, I get grocery delivery and I get grocery pickup curbside pickup I'm just taking a lot of precautions in core. I I don't know what else to tell you, um, but I I did find this thing on OfferUp. It's it's a like an outlet store that operates through OfferUp, and then they also have a website where they update, so you can just browse and fill your cart and then drive to go pick it up. So if you're in the LA area, check out Trending High or not. You can just you can just browse if you're living somewhere else um and then drive out to beautiful el monte to go pick it up so i bought i bought a new tent in a, in a sleeping bag and you know guys i think a lot of folks are camping right now to to cope and and to find some outdoors i firmly believe we got to get outside right it's part of my part of my goddamn religion to go outside and be near a tree every once in a while um i say that with a tongue in my cheek but also god yes we all need to be around a goddamn tree or a goddamn cactus or a star every once in a while and 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 you know just be alive so i am going to try to go camping soon I think that probably everybody in LA has the same idea. So my idea is to just drive around in the hills of 
um, you know, the Sierra Madres or whatever the goddamn mountains are, right? (laughs) The Big Bear Mountains, just in the rolling hills. I bet I can find a little camping spot. Um, Yeah, that's the that's that's how I roll in this in this world. Just bring water and uh, a shovel. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got on my mind. So camping stuff and plants and books. Um, I bought, oh, I bought a print. I'm very excited. I bought this beautiful print of Sade that's coming in the mail. I'm so excited. So this brings me right into my rant, guys, right into my rant. I got to get right into my rant. Uh, I open the podcast with a rant, just rant, rant my face off. And then also I, I'm going to do a pep talk for balance, but I got to open with a rant. Uh, buying stuff, right? Feels great right? Feels great. Why does it feel so great when it's so bad? You know, you know, because it, 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 it just fucks the environment up, right? Oh, you're going to order something with plastic on it? You fucking dickhead. <laughs> what are you going to, oh, you're going to order about your hooks from Ikea? Yeah. You're going to hang on to those for the rest. Are you going to pass those to your grandchildren? No, you dumb fuck. It's going to end up, you, you, you spent, $32 on hooks. They're going to ruin your grandchildren's lives. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I bought those goddamn hooks and I put them, I don't know why I'm swearing. I don't know why I'm so blasphemous in this episode. <laughs> I put up, put up those hooks all over my house. I felt great. Loved those Ikea hooks. I, I hung up a, 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 a oven mitt. I hung up a loofah felt great (sighs) what else does it do oh it fills your you buy stuff you feel great and it fills your house with crap it's gonna till it covers you and you are you are buried alive in your studio apartment is that what you want it sucks all the the money out of your bank account you already feel weird about earning money because it's a made-up concept and now it's dwindling away like sand through the hourglass because you needed some some hooks and some tray <laughs> what's a tray what why why would why would it why would you feel great about buying a tray <laughs> what do you what do you it's white you know it's plain white it's not bringing any color or life into your life it's another tray in fact you have probably you probably have five fucking trays you dumb bitch why does buying a tray feel good i unpacked all the tray i bought this tray it was a tiered tray that's what i bought a tiered tray here's what happened here's what i think happened at the beginning of quarantine i was so aware i was in such crisis mode that i bought nothing months into march i bought nothing and i because i thought and we stocked up on groceries. We filled the pantry. You know, we were eating. We're eating dried beans, okay? We're eating rice. And I get a produce delivery. And that was it for a while, okay? And I didn't buy anything because I thought that everyone was not buying anything because this was a crisis, okay? We were not buying, uh, you know, uh, leggings in the pandemic, okay? And then it seemed like everybody, you know, a lot of people like to shop for stress, which I know people in my family definitely do that. And so it's something that I'm very familiar with. And it's not something that I necessarily do, but I like it every once in a while. Um, But in, in a discounted Goodwill edition, as I said. So I realized later that people were buying stuff and I was like, I kind of want it. And I've been stacking, you know, I'm working, so I'm stacking up money and not spending it because I'm not leaving my house. I'm only spending it on groceries and weed. So I decided to buy a, a few nice things. Like I said, crystals, a couple of things for the house, some art, a book, I'm trying to buy it local, y'all. You know, local restaurant jam, things like that. This is what I'm spending my money on. I don't feel that bad about it. Oh, this is not the pep talk. It's not that time. I'm just ranting. Ah, money. Ah, spending money feels great. Why does it feel great? We ate it. Okay, that was the rant. That was the rant. Oh, so mad. Oh, God. 
buying stuff. Anyway, okay, now we gotta get into the pep talk. We gotta get in the pep talk. Oh, take we spent too much time on the rant. Gotta get in the pep talk to balance it out, guys. I I mentioned that I bought some plants. Um, I am uh, uh in the past I have murdered a couple of plants. Okay, and I have um the belief. Okay, that I cannot raise plants good. And I've done some research. I'm trying to learn because I'm trying to grow. Okay. And what I did was I bought some more plants. Okay. I now have a total, I will in a few days have a total of three plants currently a pothos, a red prayer plant, and a neon prayer plant. I did have a jade plant. And now the jade plant is dead. But I continue to get notifications on the app that was supposed to help me keep the jade plant alive but didn't to water it every two weeks or whatever and it is i do not have the heart to remove the jade plant yet and this is a problem and is and i need to grow i need to remove it and i need to move on because what i see for myself is if i'm gonna grow as a plant mommy i'm gonna need to kill some plants that's part of it you have to trial and error. Science. I'm very into science right now. You've got to pay attention. <laughs> got to pay attention to science. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get better at plants. Um, I'm going to make changes to my lifestyle. I'm a mommy. I'm going to make space for my children. And one thing I realized is that they don't have any light on them because I don't like to open the curtains in the morning. But that's the only time the light. But I don't like the light. But my children need the light. So I need to figure out a way to do that. And um, because I live in such a small place, it's just, it's guys, I just have to change my lifestyle to accommodate my kids. And I think I can do it. I think some plants are going to die. But stiff upper lip. Merrily, we, you know, this is a savage world. Okay. <laughs> savage. Okay. That was a pep talk. Wow, great pep talk, great rant. Now we've got to get into the next, oh, tarot card. I pull a tarot card for you, my good and gentle listeners. Always pull a tarot card for you, my good and gentle listeners. And the tarot card I pulled was the Page of Cups. And the Page of Cups is a little, he's a little dandy boy. <laughs> I never described him like that, but he is. He's like dandy, nice boy. And he's walking down the beach and he's got a cup in his hand and there's a little fishy sticking out of the cup and he's whispering to the little boy. And he's like, ah. <laughs> and um, this card kind of means like offer like a suggestion or an offer or a piece of advice that you should maybe be listening to. And I also think that I am, I'm a Pisces. I am a little fish. Maybe it's me whispering in your ear in this podcast right now. But also maybe pay attention to all the like goofy little fishes whispering in your ear this week. Maybe we have messages for you. <laughs> I just like that. Just listen to all these little positive people. Maybe you don't listen to all the little fishes normally. My advice to you, good and gentle listener, maybe listen to the fish a little bit. Thank you for listening to this fish right now. As you know, this is not an astrology podcast. I cannot overstate that enough. Not an astrology podcast. I do not have the knowledge for uh, an astrology expertise. But what I can tell you is I heard uh, I heard Mars is going to square Saturn for a while. Heard that's coming up. Heard that's coming up in a couple of days. Heard it's going to be friction, baby. And it might be like social friction and systemic friction and friction having to do with governing bodies maybe even voting systems guys okay this is pretty serious because it is we are entering a pretty critical time y'all gotta get your voting asses in line okay just make sure in la or in glendale i don't know if everybody in the city got i got the little card and it says hey we're gonna send you a, a ballot at this fucking address you you need us to send it somewhere else you let us know asap <clears throat> So you guys need to get those ballots and then you know what you need to do? Fill them out, drop them off. Don't put them in the mail. Drop them off. Go to the library, drop them off. That's what they're saying on Twitter. That's what postal workers are saying on Twitter. Drop them off at the polling place. I'm, yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned, folks. 
Um, but keep paying attention to the elections that you're paying attention to. Keep pushing everyone. Um, I really appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you being in community with me. I am ever so grateful. I am excited for you all to listen to Bianca. She is a little star, a little starlet. And she looked so, it's so wild when I have these women on the, on the show and I see them via Zoom. They look so fierce and strong and majestic and royal. And they say something to me like, I don't know what to do with my hair. And I'm like, girl, it's happening. Um, but this is this is the this is the systems. These are the these are the systems that make us feel so bonkers, folks. Please enjoy um, this episode. We've got more guests coming up in the coming weeks. I'm very excited. Um, but yes, enjoy Bianca Cristobal. You are listening to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt. I'm joined today by Bianca Cristobal. Hi, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Hi, how are you? My pleasure. It's good to see your face. We're, we're live yes. on Zoom and um, we uh, have known each other through the LA comedy scene. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been in LA? I have been in LA for 10 years. Wow. Yes. And Crazy Angelino. Enough. I know. I know. It's funny because as you know, I'm from um, Europe. And like, like when I meet people, you know, they're like, oh, do you like it? Um, do you like it here? And I'm like, you just moved here like two years ago. I've been here for, like, what kind of question is this? I see what they're doing. They're trying to flex their Angelino-ness. Um, fantastic. Well, um, the question I ask all of my guests is how can me and my listeners show up for you? How can you show up for me? So, um, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian, but I'm also a filmmaker. Mm. And, uh, yay. And I Multi-hyphenate, um, honey. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. And I created a, a show, um, web series called Loving in America. It is actually, it just got selected to the American Black Film Festival, which is amazing. Yes, um, congrats. And anyone can watch it. Thank you. And, Brie, you're in it, aren't you? Just a cameo. <laughs> It was such a That's fun. That's not a shoot. cameo. That's a straight up, straight up a role. You're it's in a straight it a up lot. five and under. Well, you will see. You're in it a lot. You'll be. Surprised. Oh, I really? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it the you said the black or the African American Film Festival. Yeah, the American Black Film Festival. American yes. Black Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, um, it's an amazing festival that's been around for over twenty years, and like all the incredible black artists, you know, um, I usually a part of it, you know, and, um, yeah. Great. It's amazing. We yeah. Love to see uh, Mary J. Blatch is the ambassador this year. I love oh, her. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it wild? Uh, I don't know, as a little baby comedian, um, to see yourself on a lineup with some of your heroes, you know, like when you I have grew no up, idea, I you can't have imagine. No, like, I just saw the program and I was just like, Oh no. This is Tell a me some names. Drop some this names. This is a mistake. I know that for the final ceremony, Spike Lee is going to like be presenting. Get the shit out of yeah. here. And I was just like, oh no, this is crazy. <laughs> but it's just this time all the hard work, you know, yeah. that was put to it. Amen. It was, mm-hmm. it was a super pro- professional shoot. I loved the way you ran the day. You were obviously like you worked with all these, you know, these filmmakers, but you know, you definitely had an authorial voice on set and it was really great to see. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was very low budget. So a lot of things where, you know, we had to do some illegal stuff, but uh, it, it turned out really great. And like God was on our side, I suppose. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a great day. I had some pizza. It was a fun, it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are also a stand-up comedian and yes. you make the rounds in LA and when the world is open again, where can we find you on social media and stuff? Oh, so it's at Bianca Cristoval on Twitter. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> present on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, as well. Very present on Instagram stories. <laughs> Instagram stories is my shit too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I just, that's my TikTok, honey. I'm never going. Right. Yeah. You're not going to TikTok. I'm not going to TikTok. I'll enjoy it. Yes. But do you actually like, do you spend any, like how much time do you spend on TikTok? Very little time. Yes. Yes. Like if somebody sends me a video, that's about it. I'll get sucked in from time to time. Yeah. I I started, I have like a few accounts that I follow. Um, Somebody pointed out Wayne Brady's TikTok is really funny. And so 
Yeah. So now you're on it. Okay, cool. Wayne Brady TikTok and Jack Black TikTok. And also my TikTok oh, algorithm nice. only shows me Asians. So oh, if I need nice. some Asians, I'll just open the app. Yeah. You know? That's good. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Well, honey, um, I ask my guests a very specific question, all my guests. Mm -hmm. And the question mm -hmm. is, how can I build you up, Buttercup? Oh, can you build me up? You know, I've never been asked this question. <laughs> how can you build me up? How can I build you up? That's so beautiful. I That's think with what it. you're doing, just like, you know, uh, inviting me to your space, you know, yes. to share my silliness. And uh, that that's that's good enough. When you see me outside in the wild, hug me. That would be great. Yes. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> and also, um, I mean, you you decided to be part of my project, uh, you know, and then that was definitely it helped me. You know, that's why I'm yeah. where I'm at because people like you. So thank you. My pleasure. Well, this is the time where you um, share any old struggle in the world that I can help you with. Old? Well, this is a new struggle that I. Oh, okay. Have. Great. <laughs> This is, this is the new struggle, but I, um, so I, uh, you know, in, in quarantine, clearly like you cannot really go to a hairdresser or anything. And because like, you know, we spend a lot of time on social media. I noticed that all my fellow beautiful black women are having like incredible braids and beautiful hair. And I found out most of them do it themselves. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> so I was like, I spent hours on like YouTube and stuff, like trying to figure out different types of braids. Like, I mean, at the end, I settled for what you see now, which is, is the, the most simplest twist. But I, I hope going forward, I can like actually like braid something like a little bit more cool, you know? Yeah. Because like 15 year old girl can do incredible job. It's embarrassing that I cannot do it. So the struggle is that struggle. you can't do your own hair right now. I cannot do my own. Is it because of my white mother? Probably. Like, you know. Damn. <laughs> naming, yeah. calling out moms out the gate. <laughs> right, right away. Blame them for everything. Blame them for everything. Well, damn. Oh, God. I mean, it, it, the second we start talking about beauty, immediately, like, race comes in. It's, it's yeah. you know, yeah. white supremacy is beauty. Moms. Yeah, and moms. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a theme on the show. It's like every woman who has a struggle with beauty is like, uh, here's the deal with my mom. Like immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so funny. Okay. So, and it's not just because your hair looks extremely beautiful right now. So it's not just Thank that you. you can't do something with your hair. It's that you have ambitions to do more. Yes. And I mean, what you see right now took forever too <laughs> and there was a lot too. of struggle behind it you know so now that i i, I mastered that quotations uh, i want to move to a different thing but i cannot i cannot even you know i cannot even do that those like french braids i cannot do french braids i can't do french braid yeah no so where was our can... fucking sleeping um <laughs> our sleepover cruise yes. for yes. us yeah we weren't paying attention we were thinking about Friend. dick yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know I was probably. That's what I was doing. I was not paying attention to the sleepover. I was looking at pictures of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, okay, so to to uh, summarize the struggle, it is that in quarantine you have no hair support. No hair support. You wish to. And do suddenly everyone has amazing hair. Like that's another I part. See. Okay, it's not just that I don't have support, but it seems like everyone else does. Turns out. It's just themselves. It's no, you know, nobody quarantine has revealed that yes. you have less hair support and skills yes. than you knew. Less skills than I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Support and skills. Support and skills. Okay. Well, when we come back, we'll do a deep dive into yes. Bianca's um, struggle to master hair. <laughs> And we're back. I'm here with Bianca. This is You Can Do It with Brie Pruitt. We're talking about a hair journey. Um, quarantine has revealed so much about our beauty that we have been taking, um, you know, we've been, we've been getting a lot of help from the beauty industry. And now that we are mm -hmm. alone, it's like mm -hmm. so much work to redefine even what we think is beautiful. As we talk about beauty, my, my eyes started tearing up and now I have a black eye. <laughs> it looks good. Amazing. It's chic. <laughs> are you are you wearing makeup through quarantine? I'm sure you're doing a lot of meetings and and you're doing just for Zoom calls. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I couldn't be. I mean, if you go out, you have to wear the mask, which is amazing. I don't know why people hate it. It's great. 
I like the mask too. It's amazing. You know what I've been doing is talking a bunch of shit under there. <laughs> it's like Love sunglasses. It. They can't yes. really tell what and you're doing. when you have sunglasses and the mask, you're unstoppable. You basically can do crimes everywhere. I do think about that though too. <laughs> do you ever think about it when you go to the store and you see people in masks? Like, you know, they could just pull out a gun and that got dark really quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I thought it was a f- like at the very beginning, I thought it was a funny joke. Like I almost tweeted like, haha, we all look like bank robbers. Ooh, this is fun. You know, but like, um, yeah. And then a lot of, and then I saw that a lot of people were joking about that. And then I was like, okay, now kind of scary, maybe. Okay. Not funny. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but weird. yeah, it is pretty wild. Okay. So yeah, we wear, we wear, you wear makeup sometimes. Sometimes um, my skin didn't get any better. Um, yeah. And pre court, you were, you, you wore your hair natch, natch for a little mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to my hair. Yes. Yeah. So my hair is, you know, I'm, I'm um, half black, half white. Uh, and my hair half is. Half black, half white. Red. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 Sorry. I just lost you for a second. Uh, and my hair is naturally curly. Uh, it's curly and big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it requires a lot of work. So the reason for the white listeners, the reason uh, <laughs> why we love braids is because when you braid it, you don't have to take care of it. It's, that's it, you know. But if my hair is natural, I have to like wash it every other day and there's so many products. And so oh, much yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of products go into the braids, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, so um, I actually, I like the look that's kind of like dirty and not so like, not so clean, you yeah. know, like, yeah. So, so my hair, Zoe Kravitz like dreadlocks. yes. Mm-hmm. So for that, the, the less is better. So I only like, I washed it and, uh, and then I basically just put like a little bit wax in it, just a little bit and then just braided it with it. Um, but if you want like more of a clean uh, look, you, you probably put more products in it. Yeah. I was just thinking about, you, you've heard of the pink tax before where like, various products that women pay for are like a little bit more expensive or like we have to pay for hair removal services and mm-hmm. shit like that. I was just thinking like, oh damn, the black pink tax you is have higher. hundred percent. And I, I think people should probably a thousand percent higher. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, no, like when I looked online, what it actually costs to get braids done. Mm-hmm. That's why those girls can do it themselves. Uh, it goes from like $300 and up. Like, yeah. And, and that, that style can last you for like a month, <laughs> you know, anyway, $300. And like, that. let's not even talk about the, 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 the hair that, you know, you buy and like all the products that you buy. And when you go get your so braids good. done, is, is it hair included or you got to bring your own hair? You have to bring your own. Mm-hmm. So much money. So much money. So much money. Pay and a black time. woman today. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yes. And that's time. a lot. What's that? What about your hair? Is it easy to manage? My hair is, um, since I moved to LA, it behaves totally differently. I don't know what looks good anymore. I have no idea how to, I mean, you see, my hair is in a messy ponytail right now. Mm -hmm. I usually put it in a braid, um, Mm -hmm. like where I I tie it at the base, braid it, tie it at the bottom. So yeah, because I don't want to mess with it and I just want to ignore it. And I want it to look like vaguely... um, uh, what's the word? Like zhuzhed, like I've tamed it in some way. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, because yeah, I don't know. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but there is a feeling that I have when my hair is, um, wild where it's like, I feel like someone, like I, like people think I maybe am not finished looking like I look sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm fat, so I always want to look polished. So people mm-hmm. don't think I'm like a fat, lazy Blob mm-hmm. person, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the similar thing applies to black women. Yeah. You, you know, you, you touched on it. Like the idea, if your hair looks bad, it's it's so frowned upon, like so right. frowned upon. And 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 there's this need to kind of look, you know, Euro, Euro, white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, white yeah, supremacy. Yeah, yeah, because then you have a better chance to get a job, and and it's a yeah. it's a real thing, you know. It, and even now, I have my braids, and like you know, I I do commercials a lot. Yeah. And I don't even bother going to auditions at this point, to be honest. Not that I'm because of coronavirus, yeah. But like, but like, you know, for the yeah, because I know that's not what they want. They want me to have certain look, which I have in my, you know, and they would be uh, in my headshots. And I know that they would cancel me anyway. There's no like. What's your headshot hair? Uh, it's my natural hair, and it's best. 
<laughs> because yeah that's another thing because but again my natural hair at its best is only like trendy quotation last year maybe you know before it's always straight 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 right. burn your hair and as you said it's how the white majority views it it's not how mm -hmm. you know I, I know that your natural hair spe you spend a ton of time on it mm -hmm. but yeah it's only the gay the white gaze Mm -hmm, where it's mm -hmm, like that's mm -hmm. yes that's acceptable that's polished you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but you mm -hmm. obviously spend a lot of time yes however your hair looks yeah yeah exactly no matter no matter what you see it's a lot of time <laughs> so this must be frustrating because it's like i mean you know Teresa lee came on the show and also talked about her hair and how mm -hmm. she's got you know she's she's been through super blonde and you know immediately race comes up and you know it's like it's it's a struggle because our hair is racial and mm -hmm. it's it's hard to be joyful about something that is kind of being put on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you just so. want to play with your appearance because that's yes. feminine fun. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And not to say that, yeah, it changes your appearance. Like your hair changes your appearance, but it shouldn't play a role in like you know how people view you. Yeah, or but casting for that matter. It casting for that matter and by the way you mentioned i just wanted to like yeah. um uh talk about how you said like the moment you moved to la yeah. your hair got really bad yeah. uh i think it's the water i think it's the water too yeah i think it's the water that's all i wanted to say <laughs> thank you um, <laughs> yeah i i should probably have a water softener like my beautiful curls just kind of went away it's just kind of dry mm -hmm. and but it's also curly in this really it's just drier curl it's yeah it's it's really wacky climate yeah. is everything everything that's why i could never live in miami why humidity no good for you Too much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh do you have any hair icons that you are obsessed with oh beautiful for you um yeah i there, there is a lot of like on instagram a lot of girls that you probably would know that i follow and they have these beautiful big long curls and i'm like one day but i have no patience to grow it okay um one of them would be tina kunake she's okay. a french uh model Ooh. she's a beautiful she's uh she's married to a Vince Cassel, French actor. Oh. Um, who else? Beyonce, no, it's a joke. Clearly, <laughs> you've never seen her real hair. Nobody knows what it actually looks like. Oh, we haven't. No, we have never seen it. A master of <laughs> illusion, a Virgo, an icon, Beyonce. An icon. <laughs> um, I just purchased Disney Plus, Plus to, to watch the, the thing. What do you think? Like thing. Uh, I thought visually, I thought it was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I had to read a couple think pieces to really like fully, uh, I think, emotionally understand it. But yeah, not emotionally, intellectually understand it. Emotionally, mm -hmm. I feel like, yes, I understand. Right. Well, for me, like, I, I guess I'm a really bad fan because I never actually listened to the album before this. <laughs> so for me, everything was so new. I didn't either. Okay, good. Thank you. I was like, Lion King, I'm not listening to that. Yeah. Like, I know what Lion same, King is. Same. Yeah. Same, same. And then I listened to I mean, them like, actually, I really like the music. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into this. Find Your Way Back is the cut. Um, yes. Okay, so, um, yeah, any other hair icons that were coming to mind? Let me see. Any other hair icon? Um, like I said, like th these girls, I felt I don't even know their names. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Well, Instagram is funny like that because you'll be following someone. You're like, I love oh, them. Yeah. They're my best friend. And they're like, what's their real name? Um, I don't know. They're I am Mickey Mac or whatever. On, uh, brown hair decolonized girl or whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it's really hard for me to like, you know, I, I want to go with like a famous um, you know, uh, actress uh, or or singer, but the, the the truth is they all have fake hair, they so it's really hair. hard for me. And so if my my journey is natural hair, you know, twist. Yeah. I love what Viola Davis has been doing, you know, in the last couple of years. Uh, okay, let's say that, you know, Viola. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just found out um, her company, her production company, is like so interesting and cool and does such interesting stuff. I, I stand Viola for, mm -hmm. for all amazing things. amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah. um do you have any hair or beauty accounts or things that you follow for mixed girls uh 
<laughs> so for the longest, uh, should I give recommendations like for his well, stuff or no? I was just wondering if that was part of the resources that you have because I think that's valuable. I think I think I follow like uh, girls who I think got their following because of their amazing hair. And they, they sometimes give tutorials. And yeah, I, I, I tune in and I listen. I learn new stuff that I didn't know before, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff I've been doing wrong all the time. <laughs> Pulling my hair, you know. Oh, okay. Brushing it when it's, when it's dry, which you should never do and stuff like that. Okay. So you always, you, you're always learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope, that, I hope that you, you know, continue to like look and listen to the people who look like you, frankly, you know, <laughs> which is beautiful. I'm so thankful for that. that we have that, like when I was growing yeah. up, it was not the case. So, so happy we have this. What was your hair experience like growing up? Horrible. Oh, oh my God. Now we, now we're going deep. <laughs> well, just give me an ally. You don't have, don't share anything too painful if you don't want um, to. No, it's fine. I, uh, so like I said, my mom is white, beautiful, awesome woman, but like knew nothing about black hair, obviously. Uh, <laughs> had every freaking book about how to like make me walk and talk, but not a single one on my hair. Um, so. What to expect when you're expecting a 4C <laughs> curl. We need the book. Yeah, right. Every white woman who decides to have a black child should have a book on hair. Um, so so I, I do uh, recall memories of me just crying. Oh, as she's pulling my hair just crying brushing it dry i'm sure yes just yeah. cry yes yeah of course she did oh <laughs> she did oh yeah just your... just me just crying and oh. just and then at some point i think i developed tolerance that it no longer hurt god damn like <laughs> god damn. you mean there was a day when it no longer hurt yeah because you you just you know you have tolerance for pain Uh, yeah you used to it yeah not because it would not because you would get any better at it no (laughs) because i got (laughs) badass uh and then i remember because there was no representation growing up uh and then the first people uh, that's why representation matters so much yeah uh the first people of color i would see on tv it's like you know it's like beyonce and like you know like eddie murphy movies but like all these people had straight hair and I didn't know how they got it because nobody would tell me how they got it. I didn't know those were wigs. So I would start like relaxing my hair, you know? So there was a point where, mm -hmm. so there was a point when I lost all of it. (laughs) How old were you? 17. (sighs) Yes. And you were in Czech Republic at this time? And how many black folks were in the Czech Republic in your space well I, I guess at this point it's getting a little better you know uh, so I would say there was a lot I was hanging out with a lot of international students okay um, unfortunately like my uh, my it was more, mostly guy friends who were black and they didn't know anything mm. about my hair mm. um, yeah so yeah I was bold <laughs> well, you makes you saying, humble I, it makes you humble I, I just think yeah. like it's so that is like gaslighting for a whole culture to be like, yeah, your hair should just be straight. Like, why yeah. isn't your hair straight? Yeah. You're just like doing everything you can with zero resources. Yes, yeah, zero resources. Zero resources and just like asking no your black your white mom how to get your hair straight. And she's like, I don't know, I don't know. Right. And then and then this lady, the reason why she burned it was because she was black from Africa. And again, her experience with black hair was a different experience from my hair. Wow. Yeah. So a, prof- a hair professional. She was a hair professional. She was, hair. she was amazing and braiding hair and all that. Yeah. But, you know, she just Hair's didn't different. understand my texture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honey. Well, I, I certainly hope when the world opens, you can find a professional here. Because it seems mm-hmm. like those resources probably exist mm-hmm. um, for you here in L.A., yeah, I mean, here it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> and, but in in the in the core, that's what you're in the core. On. There's, there's, there's a real problem. Yeah, I mean, I I need to. Somebody needs to cut my hair. It's another problem. Who's gonna do it, Bree? Who's gonna cut my hair? I cut my own hair in the quarantine. How? I will tell you. Uh, my mother is a hairstylist, and oh, she wow. walked me through it on Facetime. And I have never cut my own hair before. I am, yeah, and because my mom's a hairstylist, I also have a little hair baggage and don't really know how to do it myself because she did it. She did it. My whole, and I grew up in Portland and I stayed for quite a while. So she did my hair until I was 
33 years old. I've never had anybody else do my hair. And and I never did anything wild with it. I either just cut bangs or just let it hang. Um, So I feel like it's not even mine really in a lot of ways. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome though. What a privilege. It was, I mean, it was extremely nice not to think about it, but now I need to develop some sort of autonomy. Now you're back to square one. Yeah. Yeah, back to square one. And you are reenacting this childhood of being alone with your hair (laughs) without any support. That's real. And you need to figure it out on your own. But now you have YouTube. Now I have YouTube, thank God. Now you have all these brilliant 15-year-olds to show you (laughs) how to show your 15-year-old self how to do it. It's inner child work. YouTube is inner child work. Yes. Yes. Straight up. How embarrassing. But also amazing. It's amazing. It's a retelling, you know. Yes. And yes. Like you know, like you said, the the exposure to so much more. Um, yeah, which is it, that's incredible. It's yeah. so valuable. Um, okay. Well, what would be the most? We're we're reaching the end of the journey. Shet, tell mm-hmm. me, like the joyful things that you'd love to get to, like what kind of fun play, like you, you mentioned French braids. You'd love to do some French braids. I would love to know how to do, yeah, French braids. And, um, um, just like, um, box braids, you know, but like very tiny box braids, uh, I would love to do. And, um, cornrows, that would be awesome if I could do it myself, myself. I don't know how they do it. How can you do it yourself? How do you do it in the back? I don't understand. I don't get it physically possible. How is that physically possible? I don't get it. Yoga, um. <laughs> body is something. Oh my God. I would love to see when cornrows, you show up for the, mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. Black American Film Festival and accept your award from Mary J. Blige and Spike Lee. In my cornrows that I did myself. Yes. You're crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. um, Okay, well, I don't have resource like a ton of resources for you because I am not part of the black hair community. Although Instagram does believe that I am part of the black hair community, so I get a lot of targeted ads for um for Why do you like, think is that? It's because I follow quite a few racial justice accounts and okay. they assume that white people or mixed Asian people don't care about this kind of thing. That's so funny. So That's I get amazing. all the silk pillowcase rags. I've got all the brush. Do you, have you seen the brush that it like fans out and you can? No. Be, oh my God. Do I need it? Do I need it for my journey? Are you going to recommend it? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like I need it. You got so excited about it. It's like a brush that's like this, and then it fans out and separates. Mm. It's sort of like a spatula, and you can, and it seems like it's easier to brush through curly hair. Anyway, um, okay, so what I was going to nice. say is that, of course, while I don't have the one thing I was going to recommend is I just saw an Instagram account, probably because I have my targeted ads, for a magazine for black women and their hair called Crown, no vowels. So it's C-R-W-N. Oh, okay. And I'll I'll link to that in the episode. Please notes. do. I'm excited. But I'll I'll send you to look at that. I mean, maybe. Never maybe. heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah. I think it's maybe. just you know, for me, um, when I'm looking for beauty inspo, I'm looking for people who look like me. Yes. Who maybe Same. have a similar ancestry, maybe are you know off white, which is my mm-hmm. my race. Off white. Nice. I'm off white eggshell. Um. And, and I hope, I, I hope that you can connect with the same kinds of, of folks that are on similar journeys. Cause it sounds like yeah. so also in this moment of racial reckoning, a lot of people are on natural hair journeys, which mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. should be allowed to have their natural hair. Everyone should be allowed to have their own natural hair. Wasn't there a bill introduced recently that, you know, kind of banned? Yeah. It seems like racial. Years yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago, I but I remember. Just like, no, just like now, apparently some oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Believe it. Yeah. That kind of discrimination I think is like maybe Mm -hmm. state, um, state by state. Well, um, okay. So crown was one of the resources. And then, um, usually I put some magic on you because I am, you know, a magical person and yes, um, I didn't know that. Are you? I am. Yeah. Low key. Um, so yeah, what I just, you know, when I was talking about you accepting an award with your cornrows, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you, should feel free to play and fail like the 15 year olds on YouTube because that's mm-hmm. how they learned it, you know? So I, 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 okay. I see you with 
like a circle of all the products and all the hair and maybe it's like because you get some kind of paycheck you get some kind mm -hmm. of um commercial maybe you book a commercial with your braids against all odds oh and you get this check and you spend it all on products and hair and i see it like literally circling you and if you actually <laughs> do this put crystals and candles in there too well not candles crystals and put maybe um just any sacred objects anything that reminds you of your ancestors and then just start playing like a slumber party for one with these things, you know, and you can do this imaginatively or in real life. And, and it's just like laughter. It's just like, this is pretty. I love that. So I, you laughter might be in the air. I am a, yeah, low, low key laughter <laughs> in the air products all around you. Some of the products work, some of them don't, but they're all part of right. play. Right. Right. I love that. Slumber party for one. Yes. Yes. I'm do doing think, that. Do you think you can find some free um, space to, to play? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Because I know there's pressure for you as an actress to show up all finished and perfect, you know. Yeah, but now, whatever. But not now. And you're now. on a journey. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm I mean, when I, when I did what I have on my hair, uh, on my head right now, I didn't think it was going to end well. Yeah. You're on it. You're already doing the slumber party. I'm wearing thing. whatever that is. I'm wearing it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, you're already on your journey. Um, I'm, I'm really grateful that you shared this with us. And I hate that this is, uh, you know, one of the subtle tendrils of white supremacy, but you're fucking fighting and I love it. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for your kind words and your support. For sure. Do you think you can do it? Do you think you're free think and so. you, you can play? Good. Yeah, I think Good. so. Good. Yeah. I'm already manifesting it, so it's happening. Yeah, it's already happening. It's in progress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, Bianca, thank you so much for joining me and being in community with me. Um, is there anything thank else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, just you guys get on my Instagram. It's going to get really interesting in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and Bianca and I will, you know, blast everything online. Okay. You cut out for just a hair back there. So say, mm -hmm. um, follow you on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And there you're going to find everything you need to know about me, I suppose. <laughs> and say, n drop the name of the series again. Uh, Loving in America, American Black Film Festival. It starts on uh, August 21st and it goes for nine days. Uh, so you can watch the series there. I should, there should be two episodes available. I let it. I put it out there available for the public. Some, some creators don't let that happen, but I did. Uh, so please check it out. And so you can also see this beautiful, beautiful host <laughs> at her best. It's me. Is it free or do people need to buy tickets? No, it's free. It's That's free. Amazing. 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 Yes. Amazing. Okay. Black American Film Festival, Loving in America, Bianca Cristoval on Instagram, Twitter. Do it. Um, thank you so much for joining me. We, I'm going to close the podcast. So Yes. Um, the way I close it every week, which is to sing the very end of Boys to, the Men, Boys to Men, End of the Road. And um, it's just the last, like, 16 bars. And feel free to join in if you want, okay? okay. And so we've come to the end of the road. And I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Thanks, Bianca. Thank you so much.